What is up, Ball Squad Nation? We're back with episode 14, where we're going to discuss our top five small forwards going into Orlando. I'm here with Alex. What's up, guys? Dalen. What's going on, everybody? And Noah. Why am I last? Well, bro, I just was going in order of the call. All right, you're good. Nothing, no disrespect, bro. No disrespect. All right. Well, anyway, like I was saying, today we're gonna get today we're gonna get into our top five small forwards going into Orlando. Uh, but first, I want to hand it off to Dalen. He came up with a pretty fun speed round that we're gonna do, and it also has to do with Orlando. So, Dalen, I'm gonna hand it off to you. Okay. So basically, what I got for us today is we all kind of thought of some bold predictions going into Orlando. So kind of stuff that's a little bit out there but that we feel like is going to happen we can defend it so um this and this only pertains to orlando um what we think is going to happen in the bubble in the playoffs and the regular season so let's just get into it uh i guess i'll start with mine mine was that i think that okc is going to escape the first round this year with the team they got oh yes oh yes i'm going to be honest the way that they've been playing the way What's up? <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I'm, I'll say. Let him finish, the, bro. Let him, let, him, okay. let him finish. The way that they've been playing, I feel like they're very adaptable. I feel like in a seven-game series, they can adapt to their opponent very quickly. And I feel like because of that, um, I feel like they're going to be able to make a run uh, into the deeper into the playoffs, at least escape the first round. So that's my bold prediction for OKC. Yeah. Daylin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after you because okay. one of mine – uh, pertains a little bit to that. So um, I, I'm i predicting that the Nuggets are going to lose in the first round. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, so the reason, like the reason is I think the Nuggets are most likely going to stay at the three seed. Uh, I, don't th- I don't see them beating the Clippers, especially since Kawhi Leonard's not going to have minute restrictions uh, in Orlando. So I think they're pretty safe at the three seed. Now, they're most likely going to have to play... Right now, they'd be playing the Rockets, but I think the Rockets are going to jump up. So, they're going to either have to play the Thunder, Rockets, or Mavericks, which I think all three of those teams are going to beat the Nuggets. Um, so, Mavs? I think the Mavericks... Mavs for sure. I think the Mavericks would beat the Nuggets. Think, I don't know. Okay. I object. The Mavericks are three games behind the Nuggets. So, it's not even like they did that much worse in the regular season. Um, so yeah, I just think the Nuggets are going to get knocked out in the first round, no matter if they play the Thunder, Rockets, or Mavericks. You know what's funny? That was actually my bold prediction as well about Denver. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, maybe it's not even that bold, but yeah, that's my prediction. Well, you know what my bold prediction is? Denver wins the NBA. No, no, I don't have, I don't have anything about Denver. (laughs) I I was going to say though, I think, uh, I, I kind of wanted to talk a little more about OKC, upsetting the first round matchup i think i think it just depends on who they play man like i think if they if they play denver or utah i definitely think they have a chance yeah but if they if they somehow fall to like the seventh seed which i don't think will happen but it could then they're not beating either of the la teams nope Um, yeah and that's what's so so, interesting about all this is like three mm -hmm. through seven there's only four games separating those teams so Yep. I mean, really anything could happen. And really, three through six, there's only two and a half games that's separating Denver and, and Houston, the three and six yeah. seed. So, I mean, it all depends on who they play. I I do think Oklahoma City could 
beat one of those teams. I don't know who, but I like. I mean, that's definitely a bold prediction, which is, I guess, that's what we're wanting. So it's cool. I don't think they could beat the Rockets, although okay, like, I don't want to count them out of that. I'll go with my bold prediction then. My bold okay. prediction is the Rockets don't make it out of the first round this year. No, <laughs> that's bold. That's dude. bold, that's, baby. Uh, that that's is bold. Very bold. I gotta respect the boldness. I mean, is this assuming that Westbrook and Harden don't make it because of COVID? I mean, (laughs) so look, I'm not trying to take a shot at Westbrook. I'm not. Like I, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm not trying to. This is just (laughs) what happened. I think that without those two being there right now, and all the other teams are already getting their chemistry back and starting to get back in the flow of things. I mean. We see it at the beginning of the year. Sometimes it's hard for teams to get things going. And they've been on break for almost four months. It's been like three and a half months. So I think there's going to be some definite rust. And all the other teams are going to be caught up. Um, I think maybe they slip to the seven seed and don't have enough no. time to catch up. Uh. And I And I don't think they beat the Clippers. I'm sorry. That that's my bold prediction. I don't think, I don't think they. Make I think it they'd the give the Clippers a rough time. To be honest, I think they. Oh, they would not. If I'm a Clippers fan, I do not want that to happen at all. Because they they play the same style. Yeah, now. but the Clippers would still beat them. I think. I think yeah, I think they would edge them out. So yeah, I agree that's with that. that's my prediction. Is is Russ and James take a little bit of time to get back? They get back. It takes a little bit of time to get the things going. By the time they get going, they're already on the edge of the seven seed, six seed. They end up the seven. They play the Clippers and they lose. Yeah. So that's that's. I can see that why you would say that. If if they do fall to the seven seed, which I'm predicting they're gonna end up the third or fourth seed. Um, but if they do get knocked out in the first round, personally, I don't see a reason why they should bother keeping that. You know, James Harden and Russell Westbrook together. A duo. I, yeah, I would. I wouldn't. No, they should wait. Really? No. I think, I think they should. I think, I think you, you think they should blow them up? Give it one more year, because this is a weird. This I, is a weird. Because this is a weird year, bro. Yeah. yeah. You can't like, unless your name yeah. is the New York Knicks, you don't blow anything up after this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, they, they already needed to blow. Well, up. yeah, they blow up <laughs> every true. year. I mean, they need a new blow up like every year. Yeah. Okay. Dude, That's... you guys are giving them too much credit. It's like every three months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So I don't know. I just feel like, it, yeah, I can see what you're saying because it's a weird year. But I mean, I do. I don't think that we're gonna see another year like this out of Russell Westbrook and and James Harden. Um, now that's bold. Yeah. I I just <laughs> like I don't. Th- think that they're going to be able to play like they did this year because they really had good years especially towards the back half um well mostly russell westbrook in the back half but uh but yeah i don't know so so do you think i i think her go ahead actually let me let you finish no i was just gonna say should we move on to our other bold predictions but i'll let you comment i was yeah i was just gonna add the rockets have to win like this year or next year dude like because if not they have like no picks they have like yeah they don't really have like a future 
Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of see what, where you're coming from in terms of blowing it up. I would say, like, give it another year at least because, like Alex said, it's a weird year. Mm-hmm. But I think if they don't win next year, I wouldn't be surprised if they just blow it up and just get picks and stuff because they do not have a future whatsoever. Dude, yeah. you know what no, I'm realizing mm-hmm. is it's the Mike D'Antoni curse, man. Like, if you have Mike D'Antoni as your coach, you're going to be relevant. You'll be a contender for a long time, but you'll never go to the finals, dude. Ever true, true. Suns, happened to Phoenix, Suns, Lakers, Rockets. Yeah. yeah, even the Knicks there for a second. I mean, they were never like contenders, yeah. but they did go to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. can get teams to the play. Man. He can get teams to the playoffs, but yeah, I and I, you know, it's kind of like what Michael was saying. There's just not a future. Like Russell Westbrook and James Harden, they're they're not young. I wouldn't yeah. say they're old, and I wouldn't say you know they're you know getting ready to retire or anything like that they James, still have a james harden you know, is 31 yeah russell westbrook's 32 i believe yeah they're both um, older than than we think no i still think they're gonna be good still it's no just yeah the rockets don't have picks or anything they're still yet. gonna be good but i think this was the best year we're gonna see out of russell westbrook uh for the remainder of his career and and that's coming from a russell westbrook fan i don't think this was probably his best year he's had as well so you know for him to top this yeah. year, it's going to take a lot, and because of you know the system yeah. he's in and and just the age, I don't think he'll be able to do it. So um, I think Damian yeah. Lillard is just going to get better from here and keep getting better. So yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're no, not I'm just wrong. messing with you. Okay, oh, so listen. so to sum it up, to sum it up. Noah and I both think Denver's getting upset. Alex thinks that Houston's getting upset, and Dalen thinks that OKC is getting out of the first round. I would definitely say the boldest is Houston getting upset. Like, definitely, I, I, yeah, I, I understand definitely. the logic behind Alex's point, but it's so hard to see, yeah, and to envision that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I well, think the safest pick probably is OKC getting out. Yeah, you think um, that's I could, bold? I could Wait easily hear my next meeting. one, man. <laughs> well, Save the boldest well I think I don't think Alex's is that bold because it's really contingent on them falling to the seventh seed. If they do fall to the seventh seed, you know, it's it, it's it's going to be now. hard being beating the Clippers. Not going to lie. Um, okay, okay. But yeah, let's move on to our next one. I I think my mine is pretty good. I would like to start it off if if you're okay with yeah. that. Yeah, All right. Go for it. Go so my next one is. The Bucks are gonna sweep the first two rounds, um, and then they're gonna lose in the conference finals. So I don't see them um, making the the NBA, NBA finals. finals. Yeah. Who I, are they gonna lose to, or is that that not part of your prediction? Um, that wasn't part of my prediction, but I just don't think that I don't I don't think the win personally. The East isn't that strong this year, but. Um, just the way that the seeding could end up, I was looking at you know just some possible ideas. Uh, you know they'll probably have to play either Boston or Toronto, or um, depending on how the seeding finishes, they could even play like the 76ers, which even though they were a low seeding this year, they're still you know a good team. And I could see them losing to any one of those three teams in a seven okay. game series. Noah, I'll help you out and finish your prediction for you. My bold prediction is the 76ers go to the finals, baby. Okay, okay. What do we have here? Yeah. That's yeah. bold. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that yeah, that's bold. I I was going to comment on Noah's first. <laughs> I was just going to say that I could kind of see that happening because 
first of all, Giannis still hasn't really done it in the playoffs yet. Like yeah. last year against Toronto, he kind of choked, and he had a two zero lead on Toronto, bro. Um, so I I could definitely see the Bucks losing in the in the West in the Eastern Conference Finals, um, but I don't think it'll be to Philly though. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I could see Philly beating them. Like I I don't think there's a team that's gonna beat them, ex besides the, I think the three. Toronto can. Uh, besides the three teams I named, I don't I think the Celtics would have the worst matchup against them. Um, but I could definitely see Toronto and I could definitely see Philadelphia beating them. Um, I just threw in Boston because they had such a good regular season and I think Boston's guards are much better than, than, um, Milwaukee's guards. So, yeah, well, I, I think I could see your, your point with Philly. I just don't think Philly like okay, maybe they might beat Milwaukee, but I don't think they can beat Boston or Toronto. Well, they might not have to play them, yeah, to though. be honest. Because, mm-hmm. well, okay, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. My my logic behind all this is I'm discrediting the years that Miami and Toronto had in the regular season. I think they're both regular season teams that won't do what we expect them to do in the playoffs. Um. Miami I also, and who? And Toronto. I don't... I disagree with Toronto, but that's okay. fine. Yeah, me too, okay. bro. <laughs> I also think that looking at the standings, Philly is... They're at the sixth seed right now, but they're only two games out of the four seed. Um, And they're only... What is that? Four and a half games out of the three seed. So, hypothetically, they could make the three seed but I don't think they will. I think they'll end up around the four or five probably and have to play Milwaukee in the second round. Like Noah said, I think they can beat Milwaukee. I think they'll beat Indiana, who might be their first round matchup. And I think with the moves they're making, um, they just announced yesterday or today that they're going to move Ben Simmons to the four and they're going to bring Al Horford off the bench. And I mean, those are big moves. I think moving Ben Simmons to the four, I think a lot of people are overlooking that. Because he's best on offense when he's in the post. He's good in transition, so he can still do the things. He can. He'll be a perfect matchup for Giannis on defense. Um, so I, I think. I mean, you guys asked for a bold prediction, so that's my bold prediction, dude. The Sixers it's, it's are a bold prediction. Sixers are gonna face LeBron and get swept. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Also, Alex. <laughs> also, Alex. Ben Simmons is proven against Giannis. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. like, they they always, um, or at least in the last past couple of years, they've matched up Ben Simmons with Giannis because, you know, that's their best matchup. Embiid is, is too slow. Um, Horford's And then too they don't slow. really, yeah, Horford's way too slow. Um, Tobias Harris is too small. Tiny. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ben Simmons is definitely the best matchup versus Giannis that they have so I I think that was a really uh good pick and I like that you brought that up I could see them beating Milwaukee but dude I don't see them being Toronto or Boston you watch baby you watch ring the bell go Sixers dude why why would I root for Boston over Philly I wouldn't bro dude and they (laughs) don't have very much playoff they're not very proven in the playoffs like they haven't done the best in the playoffs okay but think of well, I mean, but they the, took the players out of seven games. Yeah, and the players on Boston well, yeah, aren't proven either. Ke- What's Kemba Walker done in the playoffs? I, didn't, I wasn't. 
I wasn't talking about Boston. I, I mean, like more like Toronto. I think, and they, and I feel like the Bucks are more proven in the playoffs than. But the even 76ers. but even Toronto, like, you take out Kyle Lowry, who really he was only proven one year. You take out that one year, he's not proven oh, at yeah, all. Last year though. Yeah, La- <laughs> last. But that I was know, Kawhi. Last year. That was all Kawhi. It was. I mean, it was. Yeah, Kawhi was, was the leading was, guy. But dude, that Toronto team did. Amazing. Yeah, they yeah played, Siakam. They played great. They played Siakam together. It wasn't great. just Kawhi. Van, just, I know. Van, Fred Van Fleet, bro. Yeah, yeah Fred Van. But it's a Jeremy lot. Jeremy Lin. No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> Jeremy Lin. It's a lot easier. <laughs> He's been playing to, with all the stars. It's a lot easier to look good next to Kawhi than it is without Kawhi. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. yeah I can see I, that. I feel like Philadelphia is kind of a hot mess to two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, All right. It feels like right. Philly's a hot mess. I think your it depends on the adjustments. Dalen and Mike. Yeah, Dalen, go ahead, bro. You want me to go ahead? All right. Yeah, I yeah. honestly, I honestly think that Boston might make some noise in the uh, Eastern Conference. You think? To be honest. Like, like, what are they gonna like do? Finals? Like finals? Like, I think. No, not like five. Like, may, well, maybe Eastern Conference finals. But I feel like people are kind of saying that they're they gonna do. They did well in the regular season, but it's not gonna carry out in the playoffs. But I feel like they're gonna do well in the playoffs because they're a good organization. They got a lot of talented players, and I feel like they've played well enough together this year that they might they, they can do well. And plus, I'm going to Boston in like a week, and I'll like rub off on them because I'm there. So oh, that. Well, they're not gonna be there, you know. They're gonna they're in Orlando. Well, so. The Orlando. city's gonna know my presence. The city's gonna know my presence. <laughs> so okay, I'll, I'll I'll comment on this. Uh, just just for the record, I know this is being taped, and I'm not being held hostage. I'm saying this for real. I think Boston has a good chance, dude. Whoa! To the finals? Not I don't know about the finals, but maybe. Like I think they're a contender. Not they even would, like they would if, lose to if, Philly. I don't think Philly loses. <laughs> I'd like to see that matchup, though. Yeah, yeah. I think if there's like a second tier of contenders like Toronto and Boston and Houston, I would put I would put Boston in there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I they're they're a really good team, top to bottom. That's just all I yeah. have to say. They they're just overall really solid, and I don't know, dude. They they're scary. I still have PTSD from them beating the Lakers earlier this season. That was easily our worst game of the season. Um, I mean, we beat them after. Like, we, we had another matchup. We beat them. But I still get scared about that. Just top to bottom, they have a good bench. They have – and great guards. I feel like they have the best guard pairing in the playoffs minus the Rockets. The one they, thing, They're not even the same conference. Yeah, the one thing I like about Boston is any one of them can go off in any given night. And by go off, yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I'm not talking about, like, dropping 40, right? I don't think any of them can drop 40, but, you know – you know two of them could drop 20 right yeah exactly or exactly. you know all of them could drop 15 that happened a couple times this year you know and by all of them i mean like their main four uh guys um i think their starting centers daniel tice i think i i can't remember I so, yeah. I, it's been a long time since i've seen an nba game uh well it's because we've been quarantined so you're telling me noah it's been forever yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry alex um yeah but anyways yeah so really you know i think that they have a good a good team but i think we can all agree that unless Giannis makes it to the finals the west pretty much has the championship down pat because 
I don't think I think the I West say, is even, a lot more even stacked. If, even if Giannis goes, the West is going to win. But, yeah, I think the West if is going to win Giannis... too. But if Giannis goes, then at least you know the East is going to have a fighting chance because I don't think Giannis, you know, is Giannis will I mean, have a good matchup against the Lakers and the Clippers. So you, think, you guys are yeah, assuming that the Lakers, Giannis are going to do. You guys are assuming that either LA team is going to win, right? I'm Most guessing. likely, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I yeah. I, I think, think it'll the be Bucks the Lakers. are better than the Clippers. I think the Bucks are better than the Clippers. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I I could see why, but I think with Kawhi's defense, uh, the Clippers would have the edge. And then, because okay, okay. you could put Kawhi on on Giannis, and then Paul George, who's another excellent defender, put him on Chris Middleton, and now they, you know, their offense just got reduced by you know by half. And right? I'll take I'll take Kawhi in the finals every year like the only oh person i would That's take right. in the finals over Kawhi is lebron is lebron yeah yeah outside of that i'm, I'm okay, taking okay. Kawhi. and then honestly yeah. after Kawhi, probably kevin durant which i hate to say but i mean he's he's pretty proven. i would take kd like assuming pre-injury before Kawhi. to be honest yeah. same but like KD, I, yeah, I just hate anyways. that guy dude i hate him michael <laughs> michael what, okay. what was your bold prediction so my my last bold prediction is if the Lakers win, and I just decided to throw this one in there because I'm a Lakers fan and stuff, I think AD will win the MVP. And the only reason I believe this is because I think AD's just going to score more points and his stats are just going to look nicer than LeBron's and he'll just win it. Finals and MVP, you mean? Finals MVP, my bad. Finals okay. MVP. Um, but yeah, I think, I think if the Lakers end up winning, I think AD can potentially not can potential i think he will be the mvp just because i mean like i love lebron and i ultimately like in our hearts everyone will know lebron is you know the mvp but i think ad stats are gonna look a lot better both offensively and defensively remember he does so much on defense for the lakers and i think ultimately he's gonna end up with more points than lebron will just per game and things like that and yeah, I just think AD will win Finals MVP. This is all just assuming the Lakers go and they win and all. They that, will. So. They yeah. will. I think that will happen. Yeah, I feel like they will. Um, dude, I don't know, dude. You I, guys... I like. <laughs> I think you're probably right, Mike. That that will happen just because of voter fatigue, and this is the first time Anthony Davis will ever get past the first round of the playoffs, and it's he's a likable guy. People like Anthony Davis. He's been in the second round though. Yeah, he has. Has he really? Because okay. he beat Portland one year. Remember? Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're good. <laughs> Single-handedly. So I think it'll happen. I think he will. But honestly, I hope it doesn't. Just for LeBron's sake. Dude, yeah, I hope it's LeBron. Because I, me too, bro. You're, me too. After that, you're always going to hear, Michael Jordan won six MVP. finals MVPs, and LeBron <laughs> didn't win all his finals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shut up, dude. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But I, I mean, dude, if if we win the finals, dude, I don't care if freaking like Alex Caruso wins MVP, <laughs> bro. I don't care, dude. Like we'll be champions. Facts. But, yeah. That's fair. Cool. Well, did any of you guys have any other bold predictions you wanted to throw out there, or any anything you wanted to comment? Nah. No. Nah. Suns go seven and I'm one. Good, don't make the playoffs, <laughs> but we go seven and one. Okay, that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. <laughs> All right. 
So this was fun. I really liked doing the bold predictions. I feel like we could just come up with bold predictions all day. Um, all right, so now we're going to get into our top five small forwards, continuing with the series. Last week we did our top five shooting guards, and the week before we did our top five point guards, so definitely check those out. But this week we're doing top five small forwards. We're just going to list off our list. And remember, just as a disclaimer, that all these players are listed as small forwards on basketballreference.com that's what we've been using this whole series it's definitely the best site for stats and uh, we're not sponsored by the way but definitely th that's what we've been using throughout this whole series they so i'll just start with my number us. five pick yeah, dude, we, yeah, <laughs> we plug them a lot dude i was gonna say hey <laughs> we need to send a strongly right, worded email to them <laughs> all right so let me just start with my number five pick uh, the fifth best small forward going to Orlando is Jalen Brown. And honestly, the only reason I'm having this low is because he, because of a lack of experience. I think there's just players, all the players above him. If you notice with these lists, I go off of experience a lot. But I think the four players above him just have more experience. And I think overall, they'll just be better in the playoffs. And yeah, but I do think Jalen Brown is a very great player. He's definitely on his way up, and he's had a great season this year. I feel like his season has been very overshadowed by Jason Tatum, um, but I do think he's a, a great player this year, great defender, uh, one of the best wing players out there, and yeah, that's why I have him at my number five. Yeah, I like that. Um, I have yeah. him higher on my list, so when I when I get to him, I'll, I'll mention why, but I mean, I definitely agree he you know he has to be on the top five um just based on how well he's been doing so i like the, i like the pick yeah. um I'll, I'll go into my number five I'll... if that's all right oh okay you go ahead yeah i'll just yeah. i'll just go for it so uh, my number five i have demar Derozan. okay so um I don't there was there was another player who I have him now at number four but um I I I almost didn't put DeMar on my list but after looking at some of his stats like I I wanted to put Paul George on there right that just made sense but you know we all do our lists a little bit differently um I tried doing my list you know based on how well they did this year um also playoff experience but you know I go a lot and I focus a lot more on this year and DeMar he had a pretty good year compared to most small forwards in the league um and I think another reason why he made my number five is unlike Paul George for example who's the you know number two option on his team DeMar um you know maybe he's not the number one so I guess he would still be number two but you know he he plays the same has the same importance as LaMarcus Aldridge uh, so he gets a lot of shots. He averages a lot more points. He still does, you know, pretty good on defense. Um, so, yeah, he's my number five. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I, I I don't have him on my list, but I definitely thought about putting him on there because I do think he – I think he's going to have a solid playoffs. Um, and, you know, he's been a lot better with San Antonio, and I feel like that's an environment that's more comfortable for him. So I mm -hmm. can see that. Yeah, I'll go right behind Noah, and I have DeMar as well at five. Um, same thing, I just think he's super valuable to the Spurs. Um, I would maybe argue that he's – there's really no – because the Spurs are such a system team, there's no, like, number one option. Um, I think ideally when you run a play, it probably ends up in 
his hand 50% of the time and LaMarcus Aldridge's hand the other 50%. Um, so, yeah, I, I have him at number five. I don't need to say much more. Yeah. All right, Dalen, who you got, bro? I also have DeMar DeRozan at my number five okay. pick. Yeah, because a lot for the okay. same reasons. And I was I was thinking about Jalen Brown, too, but I didn't – I don't know. He I just didn't really want to put him in over DeMar. I just feel like DeMar played a better uh, – he's just playing better, and he's been in the uh, uh, finals uh, – no, I'm sorry, in the playoffs more times than Jalen Brown has. And I, I just feel like DeMar – with the situation he got put in, I feel like he's doing – he's not doing as well as I feel like people had hoped he would, but he's just doing all right for himself, so I have him at my five spot. I'm surprised okay. that you didn't put Jalen Brown on your list. Yeah, me too, dude. Me that, too. That I'm with you, Dalen. I'm with you. Okay, so yeah, don't I, I don't have, don't have Jalen really? Brown. He's, I have him at number six, if that makes anyone feel better. But, yeah, he's yeah. not on my so top can, five. He's my number six, too. Please tell me it's not because you forgot about him. No, I didn't. I had it. I was thinking <laughs> about him. I was thinking about him. I promise. I promise. Okay, interesting. Because I, I yeah, looked okay, up okay. Jason Tatum and saw he was a power forward. And I was like, wait a minute. Who's the small forward then? And I was like, Dude, oh, yeah. I just got scared about about Jason Tatum because I thought he was a, I thought he was a small forward. Nah, I, <laughs> and I was like, he's not on my list. No, yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's not. Yeah, it, they, they moved uh, Jason Tatum to power forward this year. But, uh. I'll, I'll just jump into my number four, I guess. It's a perfect yep, segue. Yep. So at number four, I have two players, actually, um, which is weird, right? A tie for fourth, but I saw it a fifth. A little bit. Uh, but it makes sense because I have Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward. So the oh. reason I have them tied. Exactly. So the reason I have just them say tied. Celtic small forward. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because I think the they don't you know they they can both do well at the same time but generally it's just one of them and you know Gordon Hayward I think people actually slept on him this year a little bit um he had a he had a really good bounce back here he you know he's not going to be the same player he was you know he was like a fringe all-star before he got injured I don't think you know he's he might get back to that level who knows but you know he had a good bounce back here. Uh, he put up really good numbers. I was comparing his numbers to like Paul George, for example, who everyone considers to be an elite uh, small forward or you know guard, and uh, he had better numbers than than Paul George this year, and he had a better usage number or like usage percentage. Um, and Jalen Brown, I mean, I don't have to explain him much. He you know he had a really great year. Um, they're both really good offensively can both lock down on defense um so that's why i have them tied at number four it's just it's going to depend on the night for who shows up all right let's move. okay i i see the Jalen brown i i don't know about gordon hayward though man i feel like he's he like he's lost a step but i feel like at least from my list, there's not a player I could say he's tied with or better than. Mm-hmm. I think so that's, that's the only reason I, I don't think have that's Hayward fair though, because I, I think if you take Gordon Hayward out of the picture, Jalen Brown isn't the guy, you know, the player he is. I think Gordon Hayward probably mentors mentors him a lot because he's been in the league a lot longer. Probably helps Jalen Brown. They probably feed off each other a ton in practice because they play the same position and everything. So. I think that's I think that's fair to have them both at four. 
Yeah, and another big reason is I just couldn't justify anyone like over it. I originally had Gordon Hayward tied at fifth. And I was deciding between him and Demar, but like I just Paul George. Even though you know I love Paul George, by you don't the way. have Paul George on your list. No, I I don't. Really? And, what? Yeah, I. Dang. I I just I. Dang. He had I, him as his overrated pick, though. Yeah, true. He, he's very he also had Kawhi Leonard. As, is Kawhi on your list, Noah? No. <laughs> what? No, that's a lie. Now you're playing with it. That's how you play with it. That's full cap, dude. Yeah, yeah. Full Kawhi, cap, Kawhi, dude. Kawhi is on my yeah. list, but uh, <laughs> no, but with your Paul George four, just. Kawhi. Yeah, no, Paul George just didn't have. Um, an amazing year because it was it was overshadowed by Kawhi, and I also hated the fact he was on the bench so much. Uh, he did not play a lot of minutes. He he was injured a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't even when he did play, he wasn't that efficient. His defense got worse. Uh, his offense got worse. I don't know. If you were talking last year, bro, he would be you know number one or number two, but. Not this year. Not number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I could see that. I could see that. Um, That's actually interesting because I do have him at number four, Paul George. Um, I would put him higher, but there were – I haven't just – look, I'm biased against Paul George. Everybody knows this. But I have two pretty good reasons, I think, for having him this low. And one is that he didn't really have a full year. He was pretty injured. He was pretty banged up this year. And – the other reason is that in the playoffs, he's a known choker. All right, this guy is a choke artist in the playoffs. Um, we've seen it a lot. So I, I, that's why I have him at number four. He's, I'm not trying to disrespect his team because his team is really good. But I think Paul George as a player, I actually don't think he's that important to the Clippers this year. Not even going to lie. Like the, the important players on that team are Kawhi, Lou Williams, and Montrez Harrell. All right. Paul George, like he's been, he's been all right this year, but not Paul George good. You know what I mean? So I have him. That's why I have him that low. Um, I, I still think he's top five, of course. I just don't think he's gonna be as good as people are expecting. So. Okay, I'll get to him later. Dan, who's your number four? <laughs> later. I also have Paul George at four. Okay, there we go. Not there we go. So because, hold on, like... hold on, real quick. So you guys like. Sorry, Dale. I know I always cut you off, but like, like, yeah, you just, you know. I know you, you guys were, you know, saying like, I don't even have him on my list, but you guys only had him at number four. It's not like he was in, you know, your top three or top two. So we had two spots up. Yeah. Sure a top five but like, I think the crazy, yeah. And the crazy thing is like, you picked Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward over Paul George. Yeah, that yeah, that's all. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't like yeah, it's not like this top five list is stacked, and you picked LeBron over, Paul or something like that. I mean, you picked Gordon Hayward over Paul George. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I looked too much into the numbers, but like based on the based on the games I did see this year uh, from the Celtics and the Clippers, I don't know. I like Paul George a lot of the times was just non-existent like there was a lot of games where you didn't even notice him mm-hmm. so that's true actually yeah, I, I see that that's fair. okay go ahead what i was gonna say for paul george is i really wanted to put him higher and it felt weird putting him at number four because he is like such a great player and like no was talking about earlier like take him last year maybe a couple of years before 
like he was when he was like high for his higher higher production years, then he would obviously obviously be top three, number two maybe. But I put him at number four because he was hurt. He didn't play a whole lot of games. He wasn't very efficient. But I'm gonna say this is um I feel like he can if he has the potential to just break through and be a number two by the end of the um time in the bubble because i feel like when he when he starts to play and he's playing like all these consecutive games and he's like not load managing or whatever and like Kawhi and him are both on the court together i feel like he's gonna show out a lot more so i will say even though he's number four now i feel like he has the potential to um be higher by the end of the time in the orlando okay okay i agree with that cool i could see that all right, well, what's up with you, Alex? What's I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks out. Okay, so my number four is Mr. Butler, comma, Jimmy. Hey, okay. yikes. Um, we hear his name soon. Yeah, I I like Jimmy Butler a lot. The Heat had a really good year. I talked about the Heat a little bit earlier, saying that I think their um, their regular season was a little bit fake I guess you could say I, I don't think the Heat will do that much in the playoffs but Jimmy Butler has been really important to what they've been doing and if they do win any games in the playoffs it will part of it will be because of Jimmy Butler um, he's averaging 20 points a game he's averaging six assists six rebounds almost seven rebounds so he's doing really good things in Miami um, I just don't have him he's not better than the other three guys that I have in front of him who I will touch okay, on okay. later. One of them being Paul George. I'm with you, dude. Jimmy B- Jimmy buckets, bro. I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I I can totally see that pick. I think it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And then I'll okay. go ahead if it's okay with you guys to my number three, just because we already talked about him a lot. Um, it's Paul George. Uh, I liked a okay, lot okay. what Dalen was saying about how. He has a chance right now in the bubble to really break through, and I think he will. That's why I have him at number three. I think because we talked about the top five small forwards going into Orlando, and I think Paul George mm-hmm. is at number three for me just because he is experienced in the playoffs. He does have a reputation, but, I mean, LeBron had a reputation until he won one too, so it will happen eventually that he'll break it. Having Kawhi on his team is huge to take some pressure off him. And if the Clippers do beat the Lakers and go to the finals and win the championship, it will be because Paul George steps up. That will Because I agree, Mike, what you said about Kawhi and Lou and Montrezl, that's all very true. Those, they're going to be – they're going to step they're, up. Yeah, yeah they're going to be the guys that we expect them to be. But if they take – another step if they take that leap forward and beat the lakers it will be because paul george shows up and paul george does what we know he can do so that's why i have him at number three that's fair that's fair and yeah i to go into mine i was debating my three and four for a while but i ultimately put jimmy butler at three um i just think he's had a great year Um, a lot of people were really they were disrespecting him before the season, saying, why did he go to Miami? He just wants to live that Miami life. He doesn't really want to do anything. But then this dude showed up. And, you know, Jimmy Butler has a reputation. But this dude showed up, and, you know, he he took the Miami to being a very good team. Like, 
I agree with Alex. I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs, but they have a really bright future because of Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler has been a great leader this year. He's played great basketball, and I think he's definitely the third best small forward going in. And I think he's just, like I said, he's a great leader. He's great, like one of the perfect fits for a young team in Miami. So that's why I have him at number three. Yeah. Nothing really more to say about him. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. They, I, I was the same way. I was I was Jimmy and Paul. You can flip them. That's cool. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, the, the Miami Heat is a really fun team to watch. And a big part of it is because of Jimmy Butler and what he's – like that leadership he brings – to, to that young um, that young team like Bam Adebayo dude that that guy's amazing uh, he's gonna be so good Tyler Hero I think I see him as you know really good role player um, for his career especially you know just a 3 and D guy and uh, they just have like a really fun team to watch I, I also really enjoy uh, Goran Dragic I think he's, he's fun I, I don't know why I really like I really like him ever since he was in Phoenix um, so yeah, I I really like that Jimmy Butler pick. Um, with Spo, anything can happen, bro. Yeah, exactly. I, I think a lot of people underrate uh, Spolstra. They're they're kind of yeah. like a system team. They're kind mm-hmm. of like yeah, I anyone agree. can go there and have success. Kind of how San Antonio is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Daylin, right. you want to hit us with your three? I'll hit you with my three. My three is uh, Jimmy Butler. Good. Okay. We just spent a lot of time talking about him, Jimmy. so I won't I won't go into it uh, that much as much anymore. But uh, I think I if you like watch the Heat and like their camaraderie, like the interviews they do and stuff, they they're like best friends. And like I love watching their interviews. Like they had one with uh, yeah. Slam, and I would like I would, like watch it and I was just like cracking up. I thought it was so funny. I like so, and it all started with uh, Jimmy Butler and his leadership and his personality. You know, with like the Timberwolves, he was he was like he's always been a kind of a fun guy to be around, but he he can get intense sometimes. But I feel like on the Heat, people wanted him to be intense, and people were expecting it, and people wanted to win as much as he did. Maybe not as much as he did, but they wanted to win a lot. So I feel like that was the perfect fit fit for him. And right, what he's doing with the Heat, they're such an entertaining team to watch. That um, I had to put Jamie at number three because it all starts with him. Cool. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, I guess I'll do my number three. So, my number three is Chris Middleton. Wait, what? Yeah. Dang. What? Who do you have at two and one? I know who he has at two already. Oh, wait, actually, no, I don't. Never mind. Okay, go ahead. I want to hear your reasoning. What? So, okay, I mean, I'll just say my number two because, you know, we already talked about him, but it's Jimmy Butler. What? Okay. Okay. He... Oh, wow. You guys put him at three. You guys put him at three. I put him at four. four. Okay. I'm, so. I, no, I got. I what? Got I want to hear about. I want to hear about Chris Middleton. Okay. Just, I want to talk. Call, yeah. Talk about Chris Middleton. I'll just talk about the two. So, like they for them like those two were really close together for me. Um, they both had really great regular seasons. The biggest thing I think Jimmy Butler did have a better season than Chris Middleton. Um. It, like just statistically and the fact that Jimmy Butler is the leader of his team he got his team to you know the fifth seed uh, I think Chris Middleton the reason I have him at three is I I'm trying to th- my list a big part of it is based on what they're going to do in the playoffs right what they're going to do in Orlando 
I think Chris Middleton is not gonna it's not that he's not gonna show up but his numbers are not gonna be as good as significant as Jimmy Butler um, in Orlando a big part of it is because Jimmy's the number one option Chris Middleton's not you know I'm not gonna hide that but Jimmy Butler's also clutch um, he is really clutch and so you know I for those two were really close to me for me uh, Jimmy Butler and Chris Middleton but I think Jimmy Butler had a better regular season, and I think he he's gonna have you know a better time in Orlando. I don't think I don't really see them getting out of the first or second round because it's Miami. I just their team's not yeah. you know built for that. Um, but I think Chris Middleton is gonna be overshadowed by Giannis, and I don't know. I just I think Jimmy Butler's gonna have a bigger impact. Okay, question. Yeah. About your list, Noah. Um, I I really like the way you did it about you know the impact they're gonna have in in Orlando and stuff. I kind of did the same thing, but going off of that, how do you not have Paul George in your top five? If you're going off of that, if you're going off of that, how do you have mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler four spots and really five people because you have four, two guys at number four? So how do well, you? Well, those five two guys people are. In between <laughs> Paul George and Jimmy Butler, yeah, those two guys are basically one. So, like, okay, I don't but either wanna... way, four. I mean, that's yeah, still a I lot. S- <laughs> and and the big reason I did it, I already, I, it's, I guess it's hard to explain, but I did it based on how they did in the regular season, because I can't just, you know, I can't expect Paul George just to flip a switch, right? And well, so he maybe he, you maybe you couldn't in a normal situation. But he's had four months to turn the switch on. I think that's a lot of time. He's going to be rested. He's going to be ready to go. You know Kawhi is going to use his four words he speaks a day towards Paul George to try and get him pumped up for the playoffs and everything. I think Paul's going to be I think Paul's going to be ready to go. Dude, dude, Kawhi's words to pump him up are be like, "You got this." Yeah, I believe. <laughs> I listen to Kawhi's like motivational speeches. Yeah, yeah. that'd be so awesome. Like, so I, I see, I, I see what, what you're saying I, about Jimmy and Chris. Like, I that's a fair argument, but Paul, but Paul you're, has but to you're, be in you're, that argument. Yeah, I see what you're saying, and I'm not gonna lie, I do regret a little bit not putting him at least in my top five. Because I could now, now I can kind of see, like, you know, taking DeMar DeRozan out and putting okay. Paul George over him. You can kind of see it, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to shy away <laughs> I'm from, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that he yeah, did not stick, have a, a really good guys. regular. That's fair. I, yeah. That's I'm, fair, bro. That's fair. I'm not I your all guns. Time, stick to your guns. We're yeah, just going to I'm not going to shy away. Yo, that's that's no fine. <laughs> I'm not going to shy away from the fact no that way. Paul George didn't have a good regular season. And, you know, I think he could turn it, you know, turn it on and, and, really outdo himself but until i'm proven otherwise you know i can't put him in my Dude, top five just goes by what he sees bro and i, I respect well it. i haven't seen and i'm a no, I'm, years, I'm gonna come to your defense a little bit <laughs> i'm a paul george lover by the way he i yeah. loved him on okc it was amazing and I'm a paul george hater. <laughs> yeah what were you gonna say dalen yeah, I want to. Yeah. So I want to come to your defense Noah. like paul george like that was, that was in the past that was four picks ago but, so we'll talk. We'll just keep it with Jimmy and Chris. I'm not mad that you put um, Chris ahead of him. Like obviously, it wasn't what I would have done. He put Jimmy but ahead I mean, of put Chris. Jimmy ahead of Chris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I misspoke. Okay. I misspoke. Um, I'm not mad at that because I was kind of 
looking at the two of them, and I was trying to decide too. Uh, they're both really good players, and they both bring a lot of value to their team. Even though uh, Chris Middleton's not necessarily the first option, he's very valuable to the Bucks. But the, um, I feel like the biggest reason why I put Chris uh, ahead of Jimmy is just because I feel like they're going to have more playoff success than the than Miami will. But not to, but I I understand you putting Jimmy like that's but, I'm not even I'm not mad with that pick. But it's not because of Chris Middleton, right? Like, sure yeah. he's gonna help, yeah, but yeah. it's not gonna be because of it. But I know I think it. Well, yeah, I think it will be. Not, I think it will be. He's, well, he's gonna yeah, have and, I'll, and I'll tell you why. Value. Look, in the NBA we're in right now, like Giannis will not go to the Eastern Conference Finals by himself. He won't. He won't. LeBron is the only man on this earth that can will a team like that. No one else can. To the finals. To the, yeah, finals. To the finals. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Pass Giannis, by the way. Um, but um, I I think Chris is huge in what the Bucks are going to do this year. If Chris goes out and plays horrible, the Bucks might lose in the first round, dude. I don't know. They're not going to do that good if Chris Middleton's I, not playing well. But if he yeah I I agree yeah if he yeah. plays well and he steps up and has big moments and big games, man I mean they're gonna go all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals and get beat by the 76ers. I mean yeah I'm telling you but can I <laughs> yeah. so before before Michael supports that let me just say this I see what you're saying he's really important to the success of Milwaukee like if if Mil- if Chris Middleton doesn't do well. Yes, they're still going to win. Yes, they're still going to get out of the first round, despite what Alex says. But I know I was like Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton isn't <laughs> isn't the factor in it. If Jimmy Butler gets, if the Miami Heat get out of the first round, it's because of Jimmy Butler. But Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown are like the fifth factor of the Boston Celtics, dude. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't do it based on value. I'm just, I'm just yeah. doing like, this I, exact I example your, for you. I see your point. I see your point. But no, that's that's a fair. I, it's a fair argument. Jimmy, Jimmy and Chris is a fair argument. I, I have so I have Chris at number two I, yeah, as well. Yeah. Chris Middleton. I think I'm guessing Jalen does as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So I was gonna say about Chris Middleton. I feel like. You know, this this year's NBA is duos, right? You got LeBron AD, Paul George Kawhi, you know, Russ and Harden. No one ever talks about Giannis and Chris Middleton being a duo, even though I think they are. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but most people don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I... Chris Middleton has been so great this year, dude. And really, he... I think he's had a better year than Jimmy Butler, honestly. Um, I think he's been better. He's been more consistent throughout. Jimmy Butler had a great start. He slowed down a little bit towards, you know, when the season was ending. But, you know, it's not like Jimmy Butler was a straight-up bad player or anything. But Chris Middleton has just been consistent all year. He's been that consistent number two guy for Milwaukee. And I think that he's just he's just the second-best small forward going in here. Like, I would, I would definitely take him. And I think part of the reason why a lot of people, like, really don't and I'm not not you Noah, but like a lot of people, like other people, don't really rate him as highly. It's just because he's just underrated, bro. I mean, we've talked about yeah. how underrated he is on this podcast. Yeah, so. was, we mention it all the time how he has such underrated value, underrated talent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like like Alex said, they don't do anything without him. Yeah, maybe they'll get out of the first round, but you know they they don't beat any of the top Eastern teams without Chris Middleton. So I got him in there just because yeah. he's that good of a yeah. player. 
Right. Yeah, I, I agree as well. I think he's definitely underrated. Um, I guess yeah. the last thing that I, I might have already mentioned, but uh, I, I, I think he's also going to be a little bit overshadowed in the playoffs because of how much Giannis is going to be trying to do. So he's... Maybe that actually will elevate him, honestly. That might, you know, make him even better and, and help him, but um, I don't know. I... And you know what, too? I think it depends on your criteria because if you say, you know, Jimmy Butler is a better teammate, a better leader than Chris Middleton, I 100% agree because, you know, it's not like Chris Middleton leads the Bucks. Definitely leader, so, but I don't like, know about teammate. I mean, Chris, I mean, Jimmy I'm not Butler trying to criticize. Teammate. Yeah, he is a solid teammate, but so is Chris Middleton. Yeah. Chris Middleton literally steps back yeah, and lets Giannis out. have all the spotlight, you know. Yeah. I, so... And teammate right. Jimmy Butler's had problems almost everywhere he's gone, except yeah. for except Chicago. Miami. Except, except Miami. what? Yeah. I I don't think he had problems in Chicago. Maybe with the front office. He had a couple. Not he with teammates. He and, um, Dwayne Wade. He and Dwayne Wade like called out um their team saying that they weren't doing enough and like uh, um, people were getting on because he wasn't leading the team the way okay. that he should have. Maybe I forgot about. He didn't that. have any problems in Philly. What? Are you serious? He didn't, bro. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he didn't. With who? With the whole team. <laughs> no, he didn't. Bro, Embiid said they were cool. Embiid says a lot of things, though. <laughs> okay, but like... I specifically still, like, remember he... an instance where he was... He had issues with... I think it was Tobias Harris. Maybe even a little bit with Ben Simmons. I'm pretty sure a little bit with Embiid. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, bro. I don't remember. I just remember he, he signed with Miami, and they were like, there were no hard feelings between him, him and Philly. He just, yeah, because he to go was leaving. And so they were yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're cool. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> totally, that's totally that's totally how fine. it is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, let's talk uh, about Kawhi now. Whoa. You just, oh, wait, you guys have Kawhi? Yeah. What? I got Joe Ingles, man. Dude, I, I got Jared Dudley, dude. What are you talking about, dude? I, I, goals, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm I not strongly gonna... don't like Jared Dudley. Like, to be honest. <laughs> I hate Jared Dudley. Jared He's Dudley? So anyway, let's talk, let's about, talk, let's about, talk about the man. Um, let's talk about Kawhi. Kawhi's really so, good. He's going to do a lot of good things. You know, he he won a finals yeah, last year, I, I don't, think. I mean, uh, yeah, like yeah we could talk about him, but... He's good. I like him. <laughs> I I think I think Kawhi is if we were to do a top five overall, I think I probably would have Kawhi at the top of my list. Um, Isn't he and, overrated though, Noah? Yeah. Uh, you're, That's how good he is. He's overrated and he's still number one. Wow. You're, you're twisting. Yeah, you're you're twisting my words. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. So I don't think he's the best in the league, but I think going into Orlando, he's gonna be the best because Fair. they just took him off minute restrictions. He's proven in the playoffs, um, and you know he he has a high seating, so he's gonna you know be able to play a lot of the easier teams uh, at the beginning. Um, plus, you know, I I think the. The fact that he's not on minute restrictions is going to help him a bunch in these next eight games. Uh, so that that's another big reason. But, I mean, I, we're not arguing. I might, and I was just doing that off the top of my head. If I really thought about it, it might be different. But um, it was it was a pretty much a no-brainer for him to be top See, of the small forwards. Yeah. I, I might yeah. have agreed with you on the overall thing, but 
there's a guy named LeBron James. Wait, who's that's the who's that? <laughs> you might have heard from him. He comes from Cleveland. He's just some some kid like from that. Akron, right? I, I don't know. Pretty underrated. Oh, it's the guy well, they anyway. picked up in free agency, right? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Pretty under the radar signing there. He's but he's Bronny's anyway. dad. He's Bronny's dad. Yeah, okay. Dad. Let's talk about biggest bust of all time. <laughs> Let's talk about the man of the hour, Kawhi Leonard. The man, the guy who, you know, I rooted for to come to the Lakers so badly to the point where people were tracking flights. <laughs> Dude, people were People saw him at a gas station in in uh, San Diego and like took pictures of it, and they're like, "Yeah, this is a real gas station and stuff." <laughs> like, it, dude, it was it was a crazy free agency, but and then I I still remember 10 p.m. I was at an In and Out with my friends, and one of my boys texted me just ha 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 ha, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And I got the I got the Woj notification that he signed with the Clippers. Free Woj, by the way, free Woj. <laughs> Yeah, free Woj. Free Woj, free for sure. But yeah, despite all that, despite all the Kawhi did making us wait that long, I still love and respect the guy. I don't want him to win, but he's you know he's still ice cold. He's still, I would say, the second best player in the league or in the playoffs, going into the playoffs for sure. And I think he's gonna do great. I, I do wish he was still on Toronto, but with the Clippers, he's been so great for them. He averages 26 points. Um, even though he load manages a lot, he's you know he's still the heart and soul of that team. And he's not and going to be in Orlando. What do you mean? He's not going to be load managing Oh, load managing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to be load managing in Orlando. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm excited to see him. I Again, I still hope he loses, but, you know, I'm still excited to see Let's him. Let's see how much we can piss michael off look i think Kawhi is great i think with his head coach doc rivers one of the greatest coaches of all time i think they'll be able to make some big moves in the playoffs and with paul george like honestly i i just think that they'll be really be able to do some things sweep the lakers maybe um Kawhi's they have a chance they have a chance you forgot to mention patrick beverly oh yeah that's that, true that's the one that triggers you the most <laughs> Patrick Beverly okay. is probably the second best defender in the league behind Kawhi. <laughs> I, that's fair. That, uh, that's definitely fair, dude. Noah, if you, dude, if Russell Westbrook heard that, he'd be ashamed, dude. <laughs> yeah. He'd be ashamed. He'd be like, "Don't call yourself a Westbrook fan, bro." He would, <laughs> dude. He would be like, Patrick Beverly ruined Russ's chance at a championship. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, okay, does cut any... that part out too? Yeah. But... Does Does anyone have anything to add about uh, Kawhi Leonard? I don't think there's much more that needs to be said. He's. I mean, just look at look last at year. last year, bro. That's all. You yeah, know last year. Yeah. What he's done this season so far. Like last week, yeah. we said that James Harden being at the top of the shooting guard list was probably the easiest decision. The only other decision that might rival that is Kawhi Leonard. Being at the top of this list, like it was so, I don't it was even so think it easy. It. It's 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 easy. Like they're both no brainer. Like I made. Me, there's a gap. Yeah, a huge gap between Kawhi and. and yeah, I I made my list, and you know, usually when I make my list, I list out all the players, and then I start assigning them. But you know, before I even started listing all the players, I just put Kawhi at the top. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. It, yeah. I did want to discuss about this year, though, and, like, about small forwards, is I feel like 
a lot of them aren't really like forwards you know what i mean like dude you know jimmy butler and paul george i, I always think of them as shooting guards still really yeah that's why it was like same with yeah yeah same with demar Derozan. Yeah, DeMar, yeah, yeah. Oh, DeMar for and, sure. Jimmy, DeMar for not, sure. Not and George. and Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Jalen Brown was the other one Brown, because yeah. and even Chris Middleton a little bit. Chris Middleton's a weird one because he's. I can see Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton really only played shooting guard when Giannis was small forward, but now yeah, that Giannis but, is power forward. But that's the thing. Like I still think of Giannis as a small forward. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, okay. fair. So that's that's, fair. that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I just, agree. I just wanted to add that in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and it was weird. I thought small forwards was going to be stacked, but... It's I th- the power forwards that are stacked, bro. Yeah, and and, <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, stack, is yeah. like, we didn't even leave, you know, any really notable names off the list because they weren't going to Orlando. Like, with shooting guards, we left out Bradley Beal, or mm-hmm. um, I can't even Great think of any... Guards, like- yeah D-Lo and you know yeah exactly so like you know with Trae each position Young. we've had to leave yeah we've had to leave people off the list because they didn't make it to orlando but with shoot small forwards i you know i made my you know top my you know my best players in small forwards and i didn't have to take anyone out because they didn't make it to orlando so it's just yep, exactly. i think it's just i think it's just weak and um the people that did make it are you know just the best of the best yeah well and it's so weird too like it's the middle position on the court. So a lot of times the superstars like Giannis and Kevin Durant and uh, Jason Tatum, like all those guys to me, like I still see them as small forwards, but they put them as power forwards so they can guard the big guys, you know, or they can so that they can have the matchups like that. Ben Simmons, Mm -hmm. I feel like is a more natural small forward. But they're gonna put him at the four just so he can guard Giannis, you know. So I think that's why. And same thing with shooting guards too; they drop him a lot. Like Clay could play small forward, but they keep him at the shooting guard so he can be in the backcourt with Steph. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the the toughest thing about these lists for sure is just it's very like basketball is getting more and more positionless. Yeah. Um, I think this is just the best way we have to organize all the players. I guess. True. So, because I think if we just did a straight top five list, it would just be harder to like, um, you know, just, just to, um, like state their impact, I guess. Yeah. Because there's so many other players. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone else have anything else to say about small forwards? I'm all good. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, make sh- make sure that you check out next week's episode. It's going to be talk about we're going to talk about the top five power forwards going to Orlando. We're going to keep up the series. That's going to be our fourth episode on the series. And be sure to follow us at Ball Squad Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is just called Ball Squad Podcast as well. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you all next week. Free Woj. Peace. See you guys.